everybody. Um, thank you for tuning into this podcast. Uh, if you don't know me, my name is Eric Owens, and we'll be having a short 15 to 20 minutes uh, segment today. Um, today, I have the pleasure of talking with Ansley Snap. She's a young lady that lived across the ro- from the World Trade Center in New York during um, 9-11. Um, I was still a child at this time, so I don't remember much of that was happened, but a lot of people have told me that it was a very um, emotional and it was just uh, a very somber day that day, but I couldn't experience myself, so today I have uh, Ansley here to talk with me about how um, it affected her and what it was like. So thank you again for sharing your 9-11 experience with me, Ansley. I won't keep you long, so let's just dive in. Alright, give us some background on you being in New York City. Like, where were you originally from, and how old were you when you moved there? So, I actually, I'm I'm from Georgia. Um, I actually had just got to New York City, like, nine days before 9-11. Um, I transferred up there from West Carrollton College and was going to Pace University. So... It was brand new for me. I just moved there at the bottom of the Manhattan Bridge and just excited to be like in this huge city. I was 20 years old. It was just something like new to me. So what brought you to New York? I went for school. I was transferring um, to Pace. Okay. So I was living in the dorms up there. So you came for a new experience at school. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, before 9-11, what was your experience with the Twin Towers? Like, I assumed you walked by every day for your routine to go to the dorms or to go to school. Yeah, we did. It was pretty close by. So, I mean, in those nine days, I mean, we did... I would say we were in that area, that proximity, um, every day of the nine days. Um, There was actually a store, like, right across the street from the Trade Center that me and my colleagues would go to a lot while we were there and I mean our windows from our dorms you could see the trade center from them so I mean you know like I guess the experience was just like before 9-11 was just like kind of like in awe you know big city excited just was bigger than I imagined okay so let's fast forward to the day of 9-11 what were you doing um, when the plane first hit like Take me through your emotions and how things unfolded after that. Um, so the day of 9-11, the first, when the plane first hit the building, it kind of was what woke me up. Um, I just remember, like, hearing this loud, like, commotion, um, and not really knowing what it was, um... But then my roommate, I guess from her window, she had a different angle. So I saw her like jump up and she was actually like glued to the window, um, seeing what happened. And she got a better glimpse of kind of what was going on. So it was kind of through her eyes that I saw that something huge was happening. And, um, you know, once I joined her at the window um, and I saw like the flames and everything, I just that's when I knew like, wow. Like, this wasn't just, like, a loud noise or anything. This is this was huge. Yeah. So you guys kind of, like, knew it was not just an accident. 
at that point, we didn't know. Like, I don't think anybody knew. Everybody was still kind of confused. I mean, we knew it was something um, big. Um, We just didn't know whether it was an accident or an attack or what at that point. Um, We just... I remember, like, hearing on the um, PA system, like, they basically were just saying, like, it's a regular day for PACE, just, you know, students go to class like you're supposed to go to class. Um, so it was kind of confusing. Like, is there something going on or is there not something yeah. going on? Okay, so there was no kind of, like, city alarm going off to notify there was an emergency or... No, like, like not nobody? that I remember, not at that time. Um I think kind of what what made us know that something was huge going on was um, I was actually getting texts from people back home in Georgia. Um, I have friends at GSU and Georgia Tech, and they were actually, you know, texting me and saying like, um, "Hey, are you okay? Like, um, we're our our school's canceled for today." Um, and that's when I kind of realized, like, this is bigger than what's happening right here in New York City. Like, this is huge. The world knows. They're canceling classes. So n- none of us, I don't, I don't know that any of us went to class. Um, that's kind of when we we got the gist that we need to put a plan together and get out of there. Yeah, so... Um, like, okay, so by now, like, everyone trying like they're trying to transition from being astonished to like trying to execute a plan because now they realize it's more than like just an accident yeah i think we realized then like um it's time for us to to do something um once we started getting like uh phone calls and that type of thing and just noticing like okay this is something that the world is watching right now and like then you it was on the news um, you know, once you turn the TV on, it was just something a lot bigger. Um, so yeah, then we, we decided to kind of hatch a plan. Um, my roommate, her aunt lived in Manhattan, like right downtown. So our, um, just our immediate plan was just, let's get there. Um, let's just kind of get away from all of this and try to get to safety. So, um, we left, we grabbed a couple things and, and left to go to her family's house. Um, was, it was, it was crazy. Like the journey there was crazy. Um, so you, you sent me a, um, a blog post beforehand that you wrote about, um, your journey with 9-11 and I read up on it and you said that after, like you went to, you went back to Georgia so after you got back to Georgia, how would you describe your emotions of like what was going on? Like, did you re- like really? Well, understand? I guess it was just a lot, like leading up to it. Um, so we went, we when we left, I mean, just the whole that whole day was just kind of a, a kind of a blur. Um, I just remember us running out. We went to go catch the bus um, and. Even, like, as soon as we walked out of the building, that's when we first noticed, like, oh, my gosh, this is a lot more dust than we thought um, it was going to be. We we grabbed a towel um, that was behind one of the doors, and we had to, like, cover our face up to get down. Um, you know, I think we ran a good 50, 
blocks or so um, down just to try to get away from it. And fortunately, we, we were already out of that area before the second plane hit. So um, we didn't get to see a lot of that stuff. But just like when, like even when we got on the bus, um, we saw some of the survivors that made it out of the building. There was a guy on there that was from the 110th floor. And, um, you know, he had dust all over him. Um, you could tell he had, like, small little scrapes and stuff, but he did make it out. And uh, this look on his face was just, like, so surreal, him knowing that, like, he dodged death. Like, he said that they they gave them a warning in the building that the um, the plane had already hit and they didn't need to evacuate because they were safe from that floor um, down. And... Um, Something told him just to get out of there anyway, and he followed his instincts. And he was on the bus where some of those people on his floor didn't make it out. Wow. Okay. It was. It was. It was. Um, it definitely was a, a eye opener, um, and just kind of just a somber, just surreal moment. Like just knowing that I don't know. We just went through something that was almost like a a movie. Um, but we we took the bus and then we um took the bus to the ferry and we took the ferry to get across um and then ended up I ended up staying with um my roommate's family uh strangers that I didn't even know but you know they helped us out it took us in and um my my parents had family in Virginia and they came over to get me and then we waited at their house and stayed with them for another day until my parents came up um, to get me to bring me back down to Georgia. But uh, so all in all, it was a good like three three days before I ever even made it back to Georgia. So there was like a lot of time in between um, where I guess probably a lot of my emotions um, were. But like during so is that like the time period that you're like during that time period? It was just kind of. Um, shock yeah. somber um fear because they mm-hmm. there were a lot of rumors that there were bombs all over New York and that like a lot of them were going to set off but um you know fortunately they didn't so fortunately they were just rumors but we didn't know if they were rumors or not so there was a lot of fear like I think with everybody just to kind of try to get out um yeah so you were all fearful um for a while I bet but it says uh, on your blog as well that you um, went back to New York. And how long was that? How long did it take you to transition back to New York? I, I actually didn't um, go back to New York for good. So when I got to Georgia, um, it was a, it was kind of a, another like eye-opener for me. Um, just kind of puts things into perspective. Just of um, how... I guess how dangerous the world could be out there on your own and then just like how much you need to be around family sometimes um I just wasn't really ready to stay stay there that soon so um I only went back to get my things but I I came back to Georgia okay so when you went to go get your things from New York like what were the the first feelings you experienced when you stepped back into the city, like, after the uh, 9-11 had happened? 
Um, you know, it was just like, it still was like a, a just a period of like kind of somberness, just kind of uh, grieving. Like you could tell the whole city, I mean, even in Georgia, um, people were grieving over what was happening in New York. And then you get to New York and then you um, just kind of run into to people that are still looking for their loved ones and just hearing about everything, just hearing all these stories. Um, it was kind of like grieving mixed with gratefulness um, because you also had a lot of survivor stories and just a lot of like just good fortune stories about how instincts kicked in and they, um, like in my case, I got out, um, you know, before I really had to see a lot of it. Um, and then like in other people's cases, I heard like people saying like, oh, I was scheduled to go to work and this happened. And, um, I ended up being 30 minutes off schedule and that's why I had not made it into the building yet that day. Just stories like that. that just like kind of, um, also give you like a sense of like gratitude. Um, so kind of weird mixed emotions, but, um, you know, at that time I was young, I I really was just ready to go back home. (laughs) So, this is um, kind of personal, but, like, um, how are the people around you, like, the people close to you? Did you know anyone from school, or did you have any loved ones that were missing or, like, didn't survive the attack? I mean, I was fortunate enough not to have any family there. I mean, I had just moved there nine days before, um, so I really didn't get to meet anybody there, and um, my family's not there. Um, so I didn't have anybody personally, um, involved with 9-11, um, but I did see a couple, like, classmates that, um, they did, they did lose some people in the 9-11. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so how has this, like, changed or contributed to your current, like, passion or I guess the road you take in life like has it what kind of insight has it gave you like to what you think about in the world um it definitely changed my entire track um as far as like immediate because I I ended up you know ended up coming back home um where I, I wasn't dreaming of like coming back home that soon um but um, I would say I knew I was going to be in healthcare. I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And that kind of pushed me into um, working like service, working for people. I'm a nurse now. Um, and I think that might have had a lot to do with that. Um, but other than that, like, I guess, you know, almost kind of like what I said earlier, just makes you uh, grateful for what you have, makes you just kind of want to count your blessings a little more um just really makes you want to trust your instincts a little bit more um listen to that kind of inner voice sometimes it's it's giving you some guidance to leave and and not listen to a PA system that's telling you that nothing's going on yet um that type of thing but um I don't know um affected like a lot of like I guess regular like travel trips like yeah I like, feel like yeah America in general with the safety and just like being prepared 
prepared, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah, like now TSA is like super strict. Um, and like on one hand, I'm grateful for it because I was I've been through 9/11, and I know why they have to be like that. And then, but then on the other hand, it's like it kind of um, just shows how much we don't uh, really trust openly. Yeah. So if you had to sum up this event um, and the impact that it had on your life within like a few words. What would they be? What words would you use? Um, five words. <laughs> um, I guess I would probably say, um, I've kind of said this a couple times, but, um, hate to be repetitious, but, uh, grateful would be one. Um, sad would be the other. Just like when I remember everything that was kind of going on, like I just remember even now I'm still sad. I'm still grieved for the people who lost someone during that time. I still grieve for people who can't trust like they used to. So I would say, um, sad, mistrusting, um, grateful, uh, more intuitive, um, and just, uh, I guess, just have a better um, perception of like life in general. Just like go after your dreams while you can. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Like, I guess, open your eyes to. You never know what could happen, so you. Yeah. Gotta take a shot while you have it, but. Um, and I always have a plan B. Yeah. Because when I moved there, nine days before that. I had no idea that I was not going to be there on that 10th day. Yeah. Well, like, is there anything else that you would like to share that I didn't ask you about today? Um, no, I think we covered pretty much everything. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the book that I brought you. Yeah, it was, it was kind of scary looking at the images, but, uh, it was also like, I don't know, I guess it took me back to, like, just, yeah, just being grateful for things I have now. It's kind of uh, weird that I was taking pictures at the time, but it kind of shows also, like, how we were kind of in a daze for a couple minutes where we didn't really know whether to yeah. be, whether to be you, fearful, whether to, <laughs> whether to, like, capture it or, or what. It really showed how I would take pictures, like, that just shows, like, the dedication to photography, but... Yeah, I would, I would run. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a sense of like um, being stoic, I guess. After that kind of event, you like you feel every every emotion that can go through your body. You kind of you feel it. Yeah. Whether it's if you go from fearful to stoic, and like the same memory recollection. All right. Well, if you have no more words, then I guess thank you for um, sharing your story with me, Ansley. Um, it's been My a great eye opener. And I guess just, uh, just taught me a lot of things in this short amount of time. But yeah, um, so thank you. Thank you.